here we are with Josh Pringle, who is out east taking action with Last Generation Canada. And uh, yeah, welcome, Josh. Do you know what land that is where you are? Hi, Julie. Thanks. Uh, yeah, it is uh, traditional, ancestral, unceded Anishinaabe Algonquin territory. All right. And beautiful territory it is. And we hope that we can save some of it from some fires and floods <laughs> that will undoubtedly come if uh, if we're not successful in this movement. Okay, so you are out in uh, so-called Ottawa and you got arrested. So this is the question that I think is uh, is important that I always ask. All right. Um, the moment when you figured out that you needed to up your game in terms of climate, like we all have kind of this moment where we're just like, okay, I, I gotta, I gotta do something like it's up to me. So do you remember when that moment was for you? Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to narrow it down a little bit uh, because I think I've been on a journey in the last few years of having those moments over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, and just as I, as I continue to live my life, um, yeah, I, I I keep I keep seeing more and more things in the real world that indicate to me that uh, this is is extremely important, the most important thing I I could be doing. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was just I was listening to there's an interview with Peter Kalmus uh, that Bill sent me yesterday, and I listened to the to the whole thing. And, you know, hearing him say that he was waking up crying and, and I woke up, I actually woke up in tears this morning um, because, you know, we've got, you know, a guy who's been watching the earth for 20 years through various satellites and seeing like, this is a, a NASA climate scientist saying, holy shit, like <laughs> we're all losing this. And we could halt glo uh, global heating in five years, within five years, if we did something about it, like if we had the right revolution. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think um, something that, <laughs> that, that really continues to take me back is every time I uh, read you know the, the the latest science and i think when before i was involved in this work uh myself and you know lots of other people in my life would try and avoid reading about that kind of thing as much as possible because whenever yeah. whenever i take a look at what the scientists are saying uh the, the the articles that i read can always be summed up by uh saying like holy shit it's so much worse than we thought we're, we are we're so fucked yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. And the other thing that he said, and I think I, this is what I get a lot um, from people about civil disobedience is, um, you know, it, it's not going to work. You're just going to interfere with people's day to day lives and you're just going to piss them off. And and something that um, that Peter said was that um, there is something very so there is something very emotional and real that happens in a person when they see somebody being dragged off a NASA climate scientist, you know, and, and I'm extrapolating a teacher, a student, a young person, we'll, we'll talk about Etienne, a 19 year old um, who are super law abiding citizens and they've done everything right. Seeing them dragged off by police and put in 
a, a police wagon and taken off to jail because they clearly care so much about the climate that he believes that it does do something emotionally to wake up people when they see these things. And we've been seeing, like I've been watching out here, um, the uh, the news, and it is every action is being picked up now. And that hasn't always been the case in climate. So, Yeah, you absolutely. know. I, I mean, you know, we we talk about this all the time, how business as usual is, is killing us. Yeah. Uh, but I think society at large does a very, very good job uh, at turning a blind eye uh, and doing our best to insulate ourselves. And when people see uh, the way climate activists are treated, it kind of forces people to confront Uh, that hypocrisy because it, it's just absurd isn't it Yeah. you know what what people are how be, people are being persecuted for uh sit-ins or paint throws on a plaster model uh, Yeah. when the people who are literally responsible for killing us uh they get to walk about in broad Yeah. daylight They're sitting out they're sitting at home right now eating yeah their probably steak. yeah yeah it's <laughs> it, it's absurd yeah, it is. And I think Um it's it's really effective when you force people to confront that absurdity. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and and we've tried everything else like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've tried being you know sitting at home and posting a lot of stuff <laughs> <laughs> i sent out a lot of tweets and everybody agrees with yeah, them you know yeah. like everybody agrees that we're fucked <laughs> Well, it's, a, it's actually, I mean, it, it's not at all a controversial opinion these days that we're fucked. Even... You know, like two thirds of Canadians or more uh, believe that the government's not doing enough uh, to solve climate change. But I think people just don't feel like there's anything that they can do about it. Yeah. I feel like it's not their responsibility. It what really got me was pretty recently um I had uh I was talking about climate with the kids because I'm a high school teacher. And uh I I showed them some, you know, some videos and I said, you know, go home and talk to your parents about this. And then uh the next day a kid came back and he's like, "Oh, I, I talked to my dad." I was like, oh, yeah, what did he say? He said, well, he said, there's nothing we can do about it. It's just all going to end. And I was just like, your dad said that to you? This is a 17-year-old, you know? And I was like, that's fucked. I can't imagine saying to my kid, like, ah, it's too, you know, it's just, you know, sorry, dude, but I'm not going to do anything about it. There's nothing that can be done, you know, like just. Google and see Wow. what Yeah. can I do? What can I do as one person? Sorry. What has happened in the past to, you know, to change public opinion and to get social tides to change? Um, but no, so this poor kid is like, you know, has to hold that. And that is a lot of what the kids are getting from their parents. And it just breaks my heart. And the, the, the level of anxiety in teenagers is just out of control like they're all riddled with anxiety i can't remember ever hearing so many kids telling me they're medicated for anxiety Man, I, okay, maybe this is going to come off as judgmental because I don't know the full story behind mm -hmm. what this kid's dad said to him. Uh, but if I was speaking like that to a kid of mine, I I, I would call that being a failure of a parent. Like, sorry, so, sorry, but I brought you into this world. You're yeah because of my generation and there's yeah nothing I can do about it. And Yeah. there's nothing I can do about it. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Top luck. Yeah. Hopefully Like, I'll make it through my life. <laughs>
Yeah, that's a that's just a terrible thing for a parent to tell a child, I think. Yeah, it is. I was watching the um the testimonial. Was it uh Jean Philippe? Jean Philippe, I think yeah. Jean Philippe. Yeah, and it just it made my heart really grow when he said that he's he's got a child and he feels that this is what he has to do as a parent to protect his child. And I thought, like, that's a parent. That's a fucking parent right there, being a parent and doing what's necessary. And maybe he'll fail. Like, maybe we'll all fail and our kids will have a, an apocalyptic future. But at least we're, at least these people are trying. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I feel like as a, as a parent, you don't have to succeed at, Yeah. at everything, but you have to give it your best shot. You have to try something. Yeah. 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 Agreed. So, uh, yeah. So you're arrested for filming Laura paint, Yes. paint, Yeah. uh, um, a replica of a woolly mammoth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I was arrested for taking pictures of Laura uh, at the museum. Right. <laughs> and you got a ride to the, so that was, that was in Victoria. What was that like? Yeah. Um, I mean, that was definitely pretty scary because we hadn't anticipated that I would be arrested for Right. filming. Uh, in retrospect, it, that's been like standard tactics. Uh, you know, in 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 Ottawa, most recently, we had uh, independent media filming Jill's action from a Parliament Hill received threats from uh, police and, and plainclothes officers. But Like before... like a little a little stroller fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but before the mammoth, we weren't aware that <laughs> uh, pro persecuting filmers would be right. a common common practice. Arresting Yeah, people with a camera like that. yeah. I guess in my time as an activist, it's uh, <laughs> it's all I've ever known. But that day, I was only in jail for you know two and a half hours, so overall, right. wasn't that bad. Okay, that wasn't bad. So you just got a little. You just got <laughs> a. Did you get your bologna sandwich? no, I wasn't. I wasn't in there long enough to to have a sandwich. It was really To cold get the the entire to get time. the Victoria cuisine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, the Ottawa <laughs> sandwich was pretty good. Bologna? Turkey and cheese and Oh, mayo. turkey and cheese. Oh, I had bologna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rough. I hope you're jealous. yeah, well, I mean, I don't eat meat at the best of times, but Oh, I, you know, yeah. but then and I'm so, you know, because it's, you know, it's like super bad for the planet. But, Yeah. um, but yeah, you're in there and you're like, okay, well, it's, Nobody, it's by not eating this bologna, it's just going to go in the garbage and it's going to be wasted food. So <laughs> yeah. I will, Yeah. I, and I, I was hungry. So I, I, I choked down the bologna sandwich, which actually, it's, you know, not that bad. It's like, it's like, you know, I, I felt like I was back, you know, like seven years old in Saskatchewan in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you could have uh, taken a stand for your principles but that may have made might have made it a bit more difficult at your bail hearing Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't have a, a yeah, we didn't have a bail hearing. oh oh yeah We just yeah got you like, you we just got shown the door by uh, Donald Duff. <laughs> Oh, okay. Sorry, go ahead. I I I was just gonna say I I wonder if I would get to meet him yesterday but no You didn't? dice I mean at, at, at the end people like on the day of the last roadblock <laughs> people were getting full-on good cop bad cop oh, inter that's interrogation always fun. style <laughs> yeah yeah so we were we were wondering if they might do that to us yesterday Right. They should but just no go to the Instagram <laughs> and the website. yeah yeah I know I know It's all there. Like, <laughs> it's like, here's, here's, a, here's a guy saying he's going to do it. <laughs> and here's, you know, and here's him saying why he's doing it on the road. <laughs>
yeah <laughs> all these other people so there's not really much else to say well when i was listening to the the crown prosecutor uh list my charges to the justice of the peace yesterday i was really surprised at how much info she got wrong um just oh. especially given how uh <laughs> how much how much stuff is, is on social media on the website right. in news right. articles yeah i guess they don't have time to do too much to, to, to do too much research i feel like a lot of the police procedure is just like that's what they're taught to do yeah totally i think yeah you know yeah. whether you're caught you know assaulting somebody or you know uh selling selling substances or committing civil disobedience to save the world the procedure is the same we shake them down <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think that's especially true when you get to the courthouse in Ottawa, uh, coming back to those capacity issues. Like, apparently, I don't know, the justices were so busy that day, they were only able to have one bail hearing for, for the whole day. Uh, oh. And we were, we were told this when we were in the courthouse at, like, 5.30 p.m. Well, okay, let's go back, because we haven't even got the timeline okay. yet. Let's go for the morning. You guys get up. You uh you go down and meet and you have your little like rah rah let's go everybody's yeah, awesome uh, we're gonna change the up. world and then off you go so tell us what happened. Well, it was it, it was just really funny um, because there were uh, three fellas with cameras uh, who uh -huh. looked like they were from the media who uh, were anticipating some kind of action, right? Uh, but they were all uh, waiting at like the corners of the building. Right. When it was the door in the middle that was hit. Uh, <laughs> and I remember standing uh, at the corner of Metcalf and uh, Wellington right before uh, the, the, the right before the roadblock started. Um, right. It was me and uh, the other the, the other three who were there with me um, right. and then a few supporters who had been warned uh, what was coming. They they came to say hi and we all kind of converged on that corner at the same time. Right as a couple cameramen who were uh, ready, ready to film. And yeah. they, they, they turned to us um, and they said, so are you guys just all hanging out on this corner at <laughs> nine in the morning? Um, and they, <laughs> he said that like, as I was putting on my vest um, and it was, it was right then the comedic timing could not have been better. I said, <laughs> Hey, what's going on over there? Cause right at that moment was, was some guy with the, with the, the fire extinguisher blasting pink paint at the wall. Oh uh, yeah, you right, right, right at point. that moment. Yeah, and so they, they they immediately forgot all about us gathering on the corner and ran right. over to uh <laughs> to uh to Mr. Painty guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, and then so, and then very ahead. quickly after that, we were all in the road. Right, right. Okay, so that was the prime minister's door, right? Some pink paint yeah. on the some washable pink paint on the prime minister's door, and uh, I guess that's a big no no. The prime minister's door should not be pink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they they don't like it when when, when they do that. Both right. both times that's been done, people have uh, been pretty unhappy for some reason. Now, what if we followed it up with somebody with a bucket and a pail? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> just they're to... just like, don't worry, we got this. We're cleaning it up. <laughs> I wonder if they'd still they would, would still be mischief. Bring a bring a mop. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry, we got this. We just wanted the pictures. They, I wonder if they'd still arrest. I, I, I think you know, knowing Ottawa police, they'd be really nice, and and they'd say, "Oh, okay, we totally understand." Yeah, you're still under arrest. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Well, okay, well, maybe put that in put that in the action plan. We'll have yeah. a bucket and pail guy. Okay, well, that is that, that is convenient because there's three doors, right? There's uh, the corner, which uh, may allegedly have been painted l right. last April. There's the middle right. door, which uh, allegedly was painted yesterday. Right. Uh, and there's still one more door at the other corner. Still one more door. Yeah, yeah. That, hasn't, that hasn't been painted. It's probably really jealous of the other doors. <laughs> it's wondering what it did wrong. Why is it getting ignored? Well, now you just need to match all three of them, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I'm thinking if I was the prime minister. Yeah, it could be me. Justin and I started at the same place. Like we're teachers in yeah, Vancouver, yeah. you know, like. Oh, you guys go way back, eh? Go way back. Like, just like, okay, that guy's, okay, that guy's, like, and I'm thinking, okay, you know, if I was prime minister and somebody was painting my door outside, I'd probably come out and talk to them. I mean, like. Yeah. What, yeah. okay, yeah, like, let's talk about this. Like, what can I do? Yeah, that, that that would have been nice. Um, I mean, the uh, I think that the House of Commons was sitting while we were in the street. Uh, right. and we did receive messages from uh, at least one MP who came out to see us. Uh, cool. Which two, one? It was too. It was too late because uh, we had all been taken out of the street by then. Oh. Uh, yeah. So I I'm not I'm not sure who it was. I heard it was NDP, which makes sense. Yeah, until yeah, well, not not BC NDP. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, the, it's 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 the NDP when the NDP aren't in power. Yeah, very yeah, concerned. Exactly. They are very exactly. concerned about climate when they have no power to do anything. Campaign left, govern right. Well, and you know, Jag me like he was fully against LNG until he came out to BC for a visit, and well, and he ran out here as well, right? And then all of a sudden, he's like, ah, oh, you know, LNG is not so bad. So, you know, mm. he got shaken down and, and told what's what when he came out here. Like, look, yeah, we don't go yeah. into politics out here. If we're against LNG, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got uh, told told to go back into shape. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing. He's got He's got good messaging. He knows how to say the right things. But I feel like to to gain power at that level in this country it's it seems like it's inevitable that people are you know making compromises with uh the with the oil companies and the fossil fuel giants yeah i guess so but i mean he's got nothing to lose like he could go just freaking hard true. on climate um but he's not and i'm really just i'm really very disappointed in jagme because absolutely he did seem like kind of like a, a you know a man of the people like he had a you know he it was a struggle when he was growing up um, he's very, he's, he's brilliant. He speaks something like 10 languages. Um, he's, he's a, he's a brilliant man and he just had a kid. Yeah. You know, yeah. like what kind of dad is that? You just had yeah. a kid, you're in politics and you're not talking 100% of the time about climate. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's absurd. It's absurd. Yeah. I yeah. think it'll be really interesting to see how we are as a side society confronted with it again uh this summer when yeah. it's hotter than last summer yeah, and we don't have a, a 50,000 yeah. person national firefighting service because yeah, exactly. they were too fucking lazy yeah exactly uh, you know uh, at one point uh vancouver being shrouded in smoke was was headlines now it's just august yeah 
right? Maybe, maybe the same thing will happen to Ottawa. Yeah, well, let's hope not. Let's hope that, um, you know, uh, people come to their senses and say, look, this group Yeah. is asking for something very, very reasonable. It's Yeah, so reasonable. exactly. A national firefighting service so we can just deal with this smog. And then a citizen's assembly is really reasonable as well. Like, you know, just a, a body that's going to listen to the research and doesn't have any skin in the game. It's a very, very reasonable request. And it just speaks to the level of corruption in our government that, uh, that it had to come to this. Okay, Absolutely. so you're taken off. You're, you guys are taken off. You're taken down to the jail. Yes. Then what happens? So how how it works uh, for me at the jail, and I think this is standard procedure, is they can only book like one person at a time. Um, so you wait in the police cruiser while uh, until it's your turn. Um, <laughs> there's a there, there's a big sign on the wall that says uh, "Don't test your sirens in the parking garage," uh, and I really laughed at that because I wondered how many people had to had tested their sirens before. Um, before before they put that sign up Well, uh Ben then says they still test. He asked. He asked about that question as well, and he and they said that they uh, that they he's like, yeah, people still test their sirens. they still they still do okay um well then once it's well, once it's your turn to get booked they take you uh, out of the car and they take you through these doors and there's a big red button uh to open the doors and the Yeah. button <laughs> says uh do not kick this button And my, my arresting officer said that they had to put the sign there because so many people, everyone was kicking the button. Uh, I I like I do like to kick a button. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very satisfying. Why I couldn't can't you kick anyone. the button? I probably because you know the the, the fun police. Yeah, like it's probably a pretty durable button. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd imagine so. I don't see why you can't kick it. Maybe they just have to kick it with better technique. Yeah. <laughs> what if you lifted your leg slowly and just pressed it with your toe? <laughs> kick it like It a didn't pencil make a kicking motion. yeah It's like the NHL, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> no you can no score no off a skate as long as long as you didn't make a kicking motion. it doesn't count ref please <laughs> okay, so now you're in there. You get what? <laughs> What number in line were you to get booked? I guess you don't know. Like, um yeah you you don't know they do a good job at obscuring as much information from you as possible at all times yeah, that's part of the part part of the like scared straight. Um, yeah, yeah, they You don't they know they what's really gonna happen they really to you, want buddy. you to to be disoriented. Yeah, Yeah. and it goes along well with them making you feel like you are in trouble, capital T Yeah. trouble. Big Um, trouble. because then the, then how it works is they take all your stuff. Um, Yeah. uh, they, they they strip you down to your base layers. Uh, I kept Right. my socks. Um, they did they, they did leave me with this flannel on top of my shirt actually, which Nice. I was looking for. Yeah. Um, Because it's but fucking they took. cold in there. Yeah, yeah, it's very chilly. Uh, but you know, they, they they took my hair elastic, they took the bracelets that I was wearing, that kind of thing. Um, apparently, some of the others yesterday asked uh, if we would be put in cells near each other, and Yeah. they were told no because then we would be colluding. Uh, so Oh. it's, it's so so it's very deliberate that uh, Yeah. they, they they don't tell us what's going on. Right. They Um, they oh. asked they almost wanted me to they wanted me to take off my wedding ring. It didn't come off like cuz it's been on for so long. I'm just like why do you want my wedding ring? Like what am I going to What am I going to do with this? It's like you're Yeah. not married in jail, girl. <laughs> One of uh, one of yesterday's arrestees had uh, earrings in that that didn't come out, um, and they and they said like, oh, these these don't come out. You can't take them out. Um, 
and they were told, okay, but if I see you fiddling with them or playing with them, they're going to come out. Very, very oh, yeah, yeah, what I mean, fiddling or playing with them? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I work in a high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we want you to sit in that cell and do absolutely nothing. We won't want any fiddling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you when you think about it, it kind of doesn't make sense to me. Like, it's it's just shitty for the sake of being shitty. Yeah, it's like somebody just that just that's not in the in the procedure book anywhere. That's yeah. just some guy deciding to be an and it was a guy, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's always a guy that does <laughs> does really shitty things like that. Like the women are just like they'll stand in the back going, "Oh fuck, Johnny, yeah. what an asshole." <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Okay, so you got booked. Did they weigh you? Um, they didn't weigh me until they took me to the courthouse. Okay, so, so you did get weighed. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a uh, like the last thing they did was they they fingerprinted me, mugshotted me, and weighed me. That was after a couple so of hours weird. weighed in my cell. So you should go. So if you want to get arrested again, you should go out and gain twenty five pounds or lose <laughs> twenty five pounds. They'll be like, it's not him. This guy's a totally different weight. Yeah, that'll that, that'll really throw them off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well, you got put in your cell and uh with the toilet sink water fountain yeah, combination. Yeah. Yep. And how long did you wait there for? A few hours. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, by far the most boring part of the day. Um, yeah. I mean, it was it was kind of nice because it's like a release of stress and tension yeah. from the action and it's like, okay, it's it, it's out of my hands now. I have nothing to do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, but you couldn't, nobody was in there with you, so you couldn't sing with each other or whatever. No, no, there was, there was someone down the hall, uh, but it was, it was someone who was clearly suffering. Um, yeah. Some, some kind of cough, chest pain, um, and, and, and Buddy wasn't entirely lucid as well. It may have been related to whatever was going on in his chest. I don't know. Right. Uh, one of, what? Well, yeah. So you got a, somebody who's like super sick and they're just letting him st sit there suffer. And this is one of the hardest things about this work is you just see this lack of humanity yeah. that the system that yeah. has created. You know, yeah. this guy obviously needs to go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> he obviously yeah. needs medical exactly. attention. Like exactly. obviously needs medical attention. And this is a story I'd say 75% of the people who have gone into the, uh, into the jail have the same story. Another person who's clearly in medical or psychological distress and nobody's doing anything absolutely for absolutely and there, there there was no there was no sympathy for him you know yeah. like um the 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 police are man like it's mandatory to check in on people in the cells right. every so often uh and so eventually i heard a couple of voices who had gone down there uh to to, to chat with them and they were technically investigating or or checking in but it was it couldn't have been good for his health you know it was it was just so so aggressive it was not sympathetic yeah. at all uh it was not at all how you would deal with someone who is clearly suffering the, yeah. the, the tone is like what's going on why are you being weird you have to <laughs> you have to tell us what's going on or we're not going to be able to help you it's for right. your own good you have to tell us right yeah. and he's like i'm having a heart attack and i need to go to the hospital Fuck yeah. you you're not going to the hospital <laughs> Shouldn't yeah. have committed a crime. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's what one it's of so the callous. Things, so callous. It's so yeah. It's so othering, right? 
Mm -hmm. um, they're taught and they that these people are evil, bad, other types of people, and they don't deserve compassion or respect. The prison yeah. system, the justice system is such an outdated mm -hmm. concept. And then it's only there to keep, you totally. know, private property in the hands of the property owners. And, and it's not there to keep society safe. And it's not there for the regular person. It's there to control society. And it's becoming super, super obvious. Okay, so you were in there for a while. And then what happened? Uh, so eventually, uh, a, a different officer came to my cell, said he was there to take my information so we could go to the courthouse. So then he took me out of my cell, uh, took my mugshot, fingerprints, height, weight. Um, then uh, he marched me to the paddy wagon, uh, mm -hmm. where I think there were six of us in there. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone who was arrested earlier that morning, plus... Um, it may have been the same man who I heard suffering in a cell with the, with right. the chest issues. And you guys were all leg shackled, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Yeah. Okay. They, they, they do some, uh, they do some psychic damage to you. They, they, they leg shackle you. And most of the time when they're leading you through, uh, the bowels of the police station, they're walking behind you, um, probably, you know, so they can keep an eye on you, but they're, they're walking behind you and giving you directions. And then as right. soon as they put the leg shackles on you, there's no one behind you. You're just following someone in front of you. Right. And they always walk so fucking fast. And of course you can't keep up because you're in the leg shackles. And I'm convinced that that was done deliberately to throw me off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, so how much, how, like, how, how far could you step with the leg shackle? I could get like at least halfway, probably a little more than halfway of the size of a, of a big step. Okay. Uh, or, or like of my of my normal stride right uh, but right. i i think yeah it was i was it was very obvious to me that like if i tried to overextend myself it would You'd lock fall. very uncomfortably and i would probably fall and embarrass myself yeah because you were also got you, you yeah ex exactly protect exactly. yourself so I'm, i couldn't i couldn't throw my arms out so falling is extra high risk like you know They've taken some pretty fucking old people like down the, there in in, yeah. in in leg shackles like i'm thinking yeah. like you know, I'm in my fifties, like, I'm like, I'm okay, but you know, I got one bad knee. Like <laughs> if yeah. I, if I fall with, you know, handcuffed and leg shackled, that's going to really, that, that could do some damage. Now they're taking like 70 year old women down there in leg shackles. They took, and it's just like, what the fuck are you doing guys? <laughs> yeah. It's it, the thing is, it's, it just struck me as completely unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were all completely nonviolent. We, uh, we, we, we cooperated, we cooperated, yeah. uh, you know, we never presented any flight risk. Um, yeah. and, they, and you've got handcuffs on. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. they have guns. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Like, I'm trying to think about, even if I was some like, you know, master karate master, like, yeah. you know, I mean, maybe Jackie Chan, but he could probably do it with, with, uh, leg shackles anyway. But like, who do they like? <laughs> yeah, like if if, if, if I was do? if I was John Wick, I would have had a hard time getting out of there. <laughs> yeah. And then and, and then what? You you get out and you're in in the courthouse, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's an it's there. It's, it's all intimidation tactics, and it's like yeah. it's the playbook on how to make people feel like they're. Uh, 
they're weak and they can't do anything and yeah. they have no agency. And once they are dehumanized and they're made to feel like they have no agency, then they'll be more compliant. Yeah, that's the, then they'll get you to plead guilty and you'll, you'll really believe that you're, you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then you might not be it. able to be a social worker or something, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so dehumanizing. Yeah, your dreams are going to be dead, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they didn't count on the climate crisis, <laughs> did they? <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're all going to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all going to die and like yeah, I don't I I, I have no hope of continuing my career as an engineer unless we get yeah. this fucking problem solved and then I've got some great ideas to share with you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. So you had a so you had a bail hearing, and did you get out? Um, I don't think it was a bail hearing technically. I think it was just the justice of the peace reading uh, me my conditions. Yes, oh. I I was given uh, release conditions, and then I was told to get out. Right. So they could have done that at the police station. See, yeah. I can yeah, let's save them a bunch of fucking money here, because clearly you said like they keep telling you the system is overloaded. Yeah. So when Francine and I were arrested, they just gave our conditions right there at the at the police station and let us out. And then they started taking people on their little joyride down to the courthouse. And I think <laughs> that's just so so the people waiting outside get confused because you don't know where people are going to come out from. Yeah, right? exactly. So it's, exactly. They can't rejoin with their community. Um, so like they did that, we were waiting for Dan and this is the first time and we're waiting at the courthouse, we're waiting at the courthouse. They won't tell you anything. I asked John Duff cause he was coming in and he was, you know, not helpful at, you know, at, at this time. And, uh, you know, we rang the buzzer, we talked to police officers and they just refused to tell you anything. And then Dan gets out and he's got no cell phone and he's got no money. <laughs> and so he just got out of jail and he I get a we get a phone call from him he had to like you know ask somebody to borrow their phone and <laughs> and I'm sure people don't like to be asked to borrow their phone from somebody who just got out of jail good luck they, they, they really do just kick you out the front door and say yeah. and say don't come back uh that's the that's been our experience yeah. in Ottawa both at OPS and at the courthouse yeah it's yeah. It, it it's really it, it, it's really insidious. Right. Two of the arrestees from yesterday uh, spent the night in, in OCDC. Um, and I think going to the courthouse is a prerequisite for that. So maybe, right. may, maybe, oh, maybe that's what's why. O they took so what's all... OCDC? OCDC is the o Ottawa Carleton o Detention Center. Um, yesterday, when I was on the phone with my lawyer uh, in uh, Ottawa Police Service Jail, uh, my lawyer said, you don't want to go to OCDC. Uh, I will describe it with the very precise legal term of being a hellhole. Right. Um, that's right. the one. That, that's the one that doesn't meet uh, UN Geneva Convention standards. Yeah, because they have like it's like it's a dorm room essentially, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah exactly. No, I was uh, one of the rebels got sent there, and I've already I've I've already heard from him, and um, yeah, they're just like right next to it's like it's like a really really shitty summer camp with people you don't know. Um, and you know it's 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 not okay this this breaks yeah. all kinds of rules yeah yeah absolutely it's and it's fucked up I, why does it get to continue like like a giant holding i've, I've read have you read george orwell's down and out in london and um in paris and london it's no like, I haven't. it's a, it's a it's like 
he goes he's he spends some time as either poorly paid and homeless in in Paris and in London and when he gets to London there's a description of um like they have the homeless shelters where basically you check in at night they're kind of very prison like and then you get let out of the morning so you can't leave in the middle of the night so you only go there if you're really really in dire straits and they had yeah they were in bunks right next to each other so you turn over and there's a guy's face you know right next to you and that sounds what it's like like what it's like at the LCBC. wow yeah yeah that's what uh that's what Etienne's dealing with right now as we speak Fuck. yeah and Etienne is 19 years old yep nine 19 just got out of high school yeah wants to wants to have a future wants to have a future and the Ottawa police took him to the hellhole for throwing a little washable paint on a replica of uh of a dinosaur that went extinct yeah <laughs> on a on on the some uh, a plaster cast yeah yeah I think I think society at large just doesn't doesn't care about people who uh, are in the bowels of the justice system. You know, yeah. we we just tend to assume that people who get arrested and go to jail are shitty people, and we don't have to concern ourselves because yeah. anything shitty that they deal with, they deserve for having poor life choices. Yeah, and that's what we're fed. That is what we've yeah. been fed our whole lives, yeah. and that's what the police are obviously fed. But that is completely fucking so untrue. Like, mm -hmm. there's all, you know, most people are in prison or in jail for nonviolent crimes. And a lot of them are on re remand. And in that OCDC, a lot of those people have not been, none of them have been proven guilty in a court of law. Yeah, 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 it's just, exactly. It's just remand. Exactly. It's just remand. They're getting held there to teach them a lesson. Yeah, that's, that's something that really uh, surprised me how, it's hammered home again and again and again, you know, they, they, they make you feel like you are in trouble. Like you've done a bad thing. They make you feel shitty for the purpose of feeling shitty, even when yeah. supposedly is innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. And the fact that they took like pretty much like, this is a kid. This is a kid, yeah. a yeah. kid who has never probably like never broken the law in his life. Dude, he's such a, he's such a sweetheart, and he is just the nicest kid as well, you know. I don't, just, I, yeah, just a peach. And whoever made that decision in uh, the Ottawa so-called justice system, like you need to go home and take it, give your head a shake. I hope they do some reflection. <laughs> yeah, they need, to, and you know what? I'm just imagining, and I always imagine this if I was like married to somebody who worked in the system, like. Donald Duff or Dakota, whoever, you know, whoever, uh, whoever dealt with ATN and came home and told me, you know, I, yeah, I arrested grandma today for climate action or yeah, this kid, he's like 19. He was like, did a, a climate action. And I sent him to the, to the remand center. I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I'd, uh, I'd break up with them on the spot. Yeah. 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 You or I'd send him down there. Like you go get him out. Yeah. You know, yeah. go yeah, down exactly. there and you get him out right now or don't bother coming back and bring him over here and we'll give him some dinner. <laughs> That's also I, something I've realized, you know, every everything that happens in the justice system, every every decision that's made, it's made by humans. Yeah. You know, everything that happens, it's it, it's a choice that people made. It wasn't like some inevitable consequence that he was sent to yeah. jail. Uh, no, for, some for asshole that. made that decision. Uh, someone made that 
that decision. Yeah. Every every to terrify this kid. Every Let's time a climate activist kid. gets persecuted and an oil CEO doesn't get persecuted, that's a decision that's being made by humans. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's really shitty that humans would make that decision. But I guess I also think that people could change their minds and maybe make a better decision. Yeah, and, and maybe the guy who time, did that, maybe the guy who did that, and yeah. let's be honest, I'm, I'm almost certain it was a man <laughs> made that decision. Uh there's always hope that he goes home tonight and is plagued with nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. And wakes up in the morning and has like a Scrooge moment, you know, where he's just like, that's it. Like, I can't ever do that again. I, I, that was the most assholey thing I've ever done in my career and I need to go and atone for it. So if that guy's listening, which he probably isn't, but if he like, maybe, Maybe he'll be investigating, you know, and he'll have to listen to this whole thing. They have had the, the um, I know there have been one, at least one of these played in court. <laughs> I think, I think uh, everyone who holds the relevant position of power will have a, a Scrooge moment uh, eventually, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it's that blessing and a curse of being a climate activist in that the longer it takes for us not to win, the yeah. more obvious the, the more no-brainer our, our demands. Yeah. Last last summer, there was that little boy near 100 Mile House uh, who had asthma, who who died of uh, of smoke inhalation. Um, yeah. You know, maybe maybe next summer that'll be the child of of, of a judge in Ottawa. Yeah. Who, who knows? I mean, stuff like that's just going to continue to to happen until until people yeah. realize what needs to be done. Or people are going to have to start putting their own children in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Exactly. You know, like, or their friends in jail or prosecute their friends or mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, this is, you know, we're all like, I'm on, I've, you know, definitely uh, lost some, I'm, I'm on the wrong, you know, I have friends who were on the wrong side of this issue. We're on different sides of this issue. And uh, we can't, you know, we can't be in the same room anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people, people will, will realize as we see the effects of the climate crisis take place around us and people will say to themselves wow this is terrible why the fuck am i not in the street yeah well chile's on fire and and california's underwater like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's still fires in bc and it's february there's 57 fires that are being fought in alberta right now 57 fires 57. in on yeah. february 8th yeah 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 well, too bad we don't have like a national firefighting service. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's it's crazy. Someone someone should do something about that. Someone should get. I know. That. Maybe we just ask politely. <laughs> Maybe I'll stand okay. on, on Parliament Hill. Well, not not not, not anymore because I'm banned from Ottawa. Oh yeah, I'm banned from Ottawa too. Yeah. Oh nice. Well, it's yeah. nice to it's nice to be in the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get everybody banned. You're banned from Ottawa, and you're banned from Ottawa, and you're banned from Ottawa. <laughs> okay, cool. So, uh, all right. So, what's next for for um, for last generation? Um, without being too giving too many specifics away, uh, how long is the action phase going to last? Uh, well, well, we have a NVDA training happening this weekend. Um, again, I can't be there in Ottawa. Uh, no. as yeah as for actions i'm I, i'm out of the loop at this point 
Right, um, right, because you're bad from Ottawa. I'm, 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 I'm laying low. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know anything. <laughs> they just tossed it in the curb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, all right. Maybe we should just talk for a couple of minutes about um, what your trade is, because you're not just some, you know, some guy who doesn't know anything. Um, you're a guy who's a trained engineer, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, well, I graduated from UBC in integrated mm -hmm. engineering uh, last summer, May 2023. Uh, for the last few years, I've also been working at West and up north as a tree planter. Right. Uh, so those are th those are kind of my two main areas of uh, expertise and knowledge right now. Right. Uh, and so the tree planting is getting tougher and tougher because the trees aren't surviving. And the engineering <laughs> is is easy. You know exactly how to solve this crisis, right? Well, that was the, that was the thing. I went, you know, I started my degree kind of having the mindset of let's invent our way out of this mess. Yeah, you know, let's, let's come up with a solution. I I was. It's kind of embarrassing to admit this now, but me and my dad were huge fans of Tesla in 2008 when we thought that Elon Musk was going to change the world before anyone else right. had ever heard of him. Um, and then the more I learned in school, the more I came to understand that these engineering solutions to our problem, these technological uh, innovations that will save us all already exist. Yeah. Uh, the, the problem is, you know, the social and political will to implement the right solutions. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 spent my, I spent my whole degree thinking, okay, I'm going to come up with a bunch of really cool different ways to fix the climate crisis. And then yeah. I, I even took more and more classes and I was like, oh, okay, there's a lot of really, really smart people who've already come up with these solutions. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's really, it's really obvious that if we just did these things, um, yeah. society would be so much better yeah. like for, for, for everyone. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a no brainer. Okay. And that kind of led me to question why aren't these no brainer things being, being implemented? Yeah. Um, and that led me to this line of work. Yeah. Yeah. Getting arrested. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spending the night in jail. <laughs> yeah, it's so, yeah. Well, who would have ever thought we would be here? Yeah. You know, but yeah, here we yeah. are. Here we are. And we're doing what we can to, uh, you know, to, to have a livable future for you. How old are you? Josh? I am 24 years old and I did not expect this to be my first job after graduation. <laughs> yeah. 24 years old. 24 years old. Um, okay. Well, I'm so happy that we got to chat and I'm so happy that you were in Ottawa and now you're somewhere completely different because yep. you've been banned from Ottawa. <laughs> A 24-year-old engineer tree planter banned from Ottawa. Yeah, yet, I'm, a, I'm a menace in the streets, they say. You are a menace. You are a mischievous little menace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Okay, uh, well, um, I hope that everybody is paying attention to Onto Ottawa. Uh, or not. <laughs> I hope that everybody isn't paying uh, attention to last generation. Get with the times, last generation. Yeah, yeah that's so last year. Um, last generation, um, because we are the last generation that has any any hope in hell of uh, saving this beautiful home that we have. We might be the last generation, Jilly, but I hope we can also be the first. Yeah. In yeah. a new society that in a is new society. for everyone. You never know that you're living in a